back to the YTG podcast. If Welcome. you are new here, my name is Nico. I'm an automotive photographer and now amateur racing driver. I'm Sean and uh, I am the owner of this lovely shed in Keysborough, YTG Young Timers Garage. Here Welcome. on the, the weekly-ish YTG podcast, um, yes. we're going to give you uh, the sort of inside scoop inside the automotive industry in Australia, as well as some fantastic stories, mm-hmm. motorsport, um, anything car, car related. related. So, uh, and a bit of electric car hate. <laughs> uh, so yeah, yeah, join us on another episode and uh, we hope you enjoy. Welcome to the YTG podcast. Special day today. We have the... Uh Porsche Club of Victoria with us. Uh, an amazing uh, morning. We're very grateful to have the club here. Um, it's a first for them, first for us. And uh, we've got a very dear uh, guest captain, or Rusty French, is with us. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, first podcast uh, with the Porsche Club. So it's going to be great. Welcome, Captain. Thanks, uh, Sean. Fantastic to be here. Great to see so many Porsche Club people here enjoying the day. Yes. And uh, Captain, uh, Captain's middle name is Porsche, I would say. So you would say <laughs> we have, uh, we're blessed to have his, uh, which you have seen, obviously, that photo that we got, uh, which we were privileged, which uh, got into Top Gear magazine. Uh, and we had uh, Captain's uh, 935, the Mummy Dick, and uh, the, the Crema, and uh, all the other cars we have, which is on the picture there. So we have them on display as well here as Gan. And uh, he bought uh, the 992 Turbo S which is a pretty special car that's outside as well. So we got that in here. And um, so, yeah, Captain, what else? What about, uh, what, you haven't been doing any racing of late, have you? Just been no, nothing? No, the last uh, 12 months, I've pretty well just been doing track days. Yes. Uh, my daughter's um, about to start on the Toyota 86 series. Yes. Uh, so um, a lot of time getting cars and trucks and things ready for her for next year. Yes. So we took her over to the bend last weekend and she was able to spend the weekend with uh, Steve Richards and young yes. Clay Richards and Jazzy's going to be taking over that car that Clay's driving Yes. Uh, from um, after Bathurst. So uh, yeah, so I've, I've had to uh, forego some of the uh, races <laughs> that I would have done. But, so uh, the next generation now. Yeah, for the next generation, that's it. But and she's, she's very keen and very determined so it's all you can do is make sure she's got the right gear to do it with yes and 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 uh she's got a lovely cayman s manual <laughs> which yeah, well, we which we actually, got her <laughs> that was a, a, a young timers garage yes car, which, yes that uh, little red one yeah which, yeah, uh, yeah which turned out to be a manual manual s quite funny because Beautiful. when don traded the car and i knew don yeah. from the previous days and uh I said, oh, manual, that's, that'll be jazzy to start with. So that's been her first road car, this yeah. little Cayman S. And she's actually uh, did the um, Porsche um, uh, track day at Sandown a few months ago. Yes. And that was her first time on the track at Sandown yes. or on any track. And uh, we had Dean from Evolve. He was uh, mentoring her for the oh, day. Yep. So yep. He, he was fantastic. Yes. Um, and it was good for her because it was wet in one session, dry in the next session. Uh, yeah. So she's got a mixture of wet and dry at Sandown. Yes. Um, and I was actually running the Turbo S there and uh, um, I um, came in and we shared the same garage and I just let Dean look after her for the day and yeah. I just said to Dean, Step well, back. you look after her, old dad will stay away. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, anyway, after lunch when the track was dry, she said, uh, I said, how fast are you going? Um, she said, oh, Dad, I was doing 200 up the back straight. I said, that's not bad in a Cayman S <laughs> for your first drive at Sandown. 
So um, in two weeks' time or three weeks' time, um, the next track day for the Porsche Club um, is at um, Phillip Island. Oh, it is. And, awesome. Um, so she's going to be taking the Cayman S down there and Dean's going to mentor her. And that'll be great for all the, as many Porsche Club members as possible that can uh, can attend those meetings. They're fantastic because they get a feel, as Nick would know, driving on the road is one thing, driving on the track is another thing. Totally. thing. So Especially to be Phillip able Island. To, um, take your Porsche out of the garage and take it down and do some laps and even if you just start at the entree level and at least it gives you, it'll make you a better driver on the road yeah. and it'll make you aware of what your car can do in the drive, what it can do in the wet. That's the key. So it's probably a, an accident that you won't have if you know how to drive Yes, it. yes. Could no, not very true. More. Yeah, very true, very true. And she's never been to Phillip Island? No, it hasn't no. been a Phil- this will be a wow. first drive at Phillip Island as well. In a Cayman? In in any car. Any car. Yeah. Oh yeah, fantastic. So, yeah. Be huge. Yeah. Yeah. So that's uh that's what we've got on the agenda. But her um uh, we the um uh, ultimately after we get past the Toyota series, her uh, aim is to go into GT four. Yes. And uh, we've got a um, a GT four on order through Porsche Cars Australia, so um by the time I'll do some meetings in that one myself, yes. and then when she's ready, she'll jump in and and uh, and she loves Porsche. Yeah, and, well, uh, I don't think she's got uh, much choice. Was, <laughs> actually, when she was born, her first name's Jazzy, her second name Porsche. <laughs> <laughs> so um, she's a Porsche girl. Well, we're, we're we're talking to a few of the other club members. And we're going to be asking, like, what's in their garage, I suppose. It's probably a question we can't really ask you because we'll be here all day. All day. <laughs> <laughs> but what would you say, Captain, out of currently, what would you say probably one of your more favourite cars that you would drive? I mean, it's a hard question to ask, but what would you say? Well, probably, I think, on the road, um, for day use, the, turbo, the new Turbo S is a fantastic car. Yeah. I mean, I've got some older Turbos, yes. 993s and 997s yeah. and earlier ones. Uh, they're great, um, but I think um, if you like something that's really quite exciting, the new Turbo S is fantastic. Yeah. Um, I, the GT2 RS yes. is also a bit of a weapon, but it's not really an ideal Road. car to go down and get the milk in. <laughs> so you could, uh, it's more of a track car. Yeah. So the reason I, I enjoy the S is because you can go to town in it, just put in auto and away you go yeah. whereas the other ones you can manual shift it obviously but well the good thing was yeah. I think the last cars and coffee Jazzy had her L's on it <laughs> yeah she did everyone was uh, still talking yeah. about that yeah yeah so um, no, well, uh, Jazzy's very comfortable driving the turbo <laughs> That's why she's been a bit slow getting off the L's. She's still on, still on L's. Because she can't she's drive it when she's off the L's. Oh, of <laughs> yeah. How that, silly is that? It's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. You can drive it when you're L's, but when you've got your full license, you can't drive it. Yeah. yeah. Go figure. Yeah. So I just say to you, when you can't drive around on L's for the rest of your life, you better make the decision. <laughs> <laughs> so the Turbo S, I suppose, at the moment would be probably just your good all round that you would do. Every, it does everything yeah, you need. It does yeah. everything. Fantastic yeah. car. And, yeah. Uh, I mean, they're just so safe and so predictable and you can just set the driving modes where you want it. Yeah. If it's wet, you put it on wet. Yeah. If you want sports, you can have sports. So, yeah, they're pretty wild. I mean, I haven't really learned how to turn all the buttons. Because it's got but so it, much technology yeah, in it, these yeah. new ones, it's unbelievable. Yeah. But I think if you come back to 
animalistic cars, there's nothing like the old 935s. I mean, they are fantastic to drive. Yeah, yeah. can you um, tell us what... Yeah. The, we're looking at one right well, one there, 935K. One of four of your cars. Well, you got yeah, four, four, yeah, got four, four 935s. Yeah, and then we've got the Moby Dick on the other side. That's correct. Which yeah. is only two, I think, because Lindsay and you have them, isn't it? That's it? That's correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah two in Australia. Yeah, so correct. what are those old ones like to drive? Because I've seen footage of you in... When you were racing with Jimmy car. in the JPS BMW, you yeah. two were yeah. just giving it to each other a quarter. That was yeah. way back when, uh, uh, back in 1983, yes. um, when the GT series was running, and Jimmy Richards was, uh, um, he was um, that three series uh, very, or something. Very, right? He was chasing me, and actually, what happened in the end of that race when you see it, that the tail, that the rear wing comes off. Yes. And Jim gave me so many taps up the back that he actually <laughs> dislodged the mounting pins, and it actually. It broke the broke pins off. off, so it let the wing let go. So the moment that the wing went, it yeah, lost its uh, downforce. downforce. So it was like somebody had put a trolley jack under the back and yeah. just turned it around. Yeah, oh my yeah, God. That's right. So yeah, that yeah. footage is on YouTube. Go yeah, and search yeah. up Rusty French versus Jim Richards. Yeah, it was a pretty Cooper. heated battle. You guys are just, mate, getting it. It was absolutely nuts and yeah. getting into it. And you just see the thing pull out of the corners. It's just yeah. out of control. Mm. Yeah, when I was racing the Hyper Racer there the other weekend, that footage yeah. was what I was yeah. picturing yeah. as I was going around. <laughs> so cool. Well, it was on the same track that you were on there, yeah. so it was fantastic. It was but the same track they used? Yeah, same, same track. Same, yeah. same layout. On, yeah. yep. oh, and wow. I, was, I mean, I was talking to Rodney Jane the other day, and it's fantastic that Rodney's uh, Getting putting some money back in now, and he's going to make that track available for test and tunes on Fridays, and uh, Rowan Harmon's going to be looking at, after it for him, so he's a great guy to be doing that. So it's another track that we'll have in Victoria yeah. because I think that's the problem. We've got these great cars, but we have a limited number of tracks. So between yep. Winton, Phillip Island, Sandown and Calder uh, coming back, that'll be fantastic. So we've got Sandown's the choice been of, sold though, hasn't it? Pardon? Have they sold Sandown or something? Well, or some talk? talk of that, but I think until it's, uh, until it's uh, Fat Lady Sings, it's not yeah. over. Beautiful. Um, so I think we'll just keep enjoying it while we can. Yep. And... Uh, um, but I think getting back to the 935s, the, the uh, two K3s um, sitting there on the floor, yes. uh, one of them, that that car has been that was uh, uh, was one of the last 935s that was um, came from the factory in 1982. Yes, and um, that was um, it came as a pre-assembled car, and it was assembled at uh, Porsche Cars Australia by um, Alan Hamilton oh. and uh, Jim Hardman. And um, wow. from that time on, because there was a, a lack of racing in Australia, I then took that car to England. Yes. Uh, it went to Japan uh, for the Le Mans Classics. It's been to uh, Malaysia. Um, it's um, uh, and then we took uh, uh, to uh, Laguna Seca from yes. 2008 to 2011. Uh, we took both of them there, one as a spare, and uh, we won um, four <laughs> years do. in a row. Um, yeah. And uh, when we put in our application for the next year to no. go back, because it was a great carnival, uh, one of the opponents who we raced against, uh, he was on the selection committee. Oh, and he, no. said, he said, well, unfortunately, the entries are full. <laughs> so, <laughs> so the best way to get rid of the opposition is uh, knock them out of <laughs> the ballot box. Yeah. <laughs> So after being there four years in a row and winning four years in a row, we thought we've got nothing else to prove. Proof, so, yeah. uh, we'll and that was on. that car there? That's in that car, car yeah. Yep. Yep. And that was the livery you had it back then? No. Was, what, what was the livery you had? Same on? as it was that. The same as that? Same yeah, as, that. Yep. as she yep. was? Yeah, beautiful. Yep. Yep. Black and gold. Black yep. and gold, yeah. Like your helmet. Like my helmet. Well, I, I stole my helmet <laughs> after his car. 
Well, my black and gold goes way back to the Pantera days, yes. uh, back before I even owned a Porsche. Um, and that was back in, uh, purchased that car in 1975 and uh, raced it in the GT, uh, what they called production sports cars yes. in those days. And um, so um, uh, I drove that car right up until 1982. So 82 was the first first car that I really bought was a track car yes. uh, for Porsche and that was a, G, a 935 um, which we still have the car um, and um, so um, my first Porsche on the track was I went straight from the Di Tommaso Pantera <laughs> straight into a 935 <laughs> which was like going from a small hammer to a big hammer <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so getting used to the boost and 800 horsepower and that totally was, different uh, driving dynamic isn't it yeah that took had to get your mind right about that but yeah that was you know we worked our way out it they really are an unforgiving car aren't they if you're they not, are. Yeah. and I mean even today that car around Sandy and that'll do a uh, uh, a 13, uh, similar time to a Formula 5000, and um, <laughs> at Phillip Island, uh, it's, a, it's a very, very quick car down there as well. When was the last time you had her out on the track? Uh, they haven't been on the track since uh, since they came back from uh, America in oh, really? 2011. Yeah. Wow. Yep. So just been just prepared, just yep. sitting in your collection. Yeah, well, there's no yep. racing for them as yep. such with the historic um, uh, sports cars now. Um, so um, a lot of people don't want to race and they're getting too yeah, valuable well, now yeah so um but they are great pieces but i guess they're uh, um, the engineering and the technology uh, and the drivability of them they're not an easy car to drive you've got to wrestle them a bit yeah um whereas the new cars are just so enjoyable you know yeah. like the um the gt2 rs's and uh and the turbo, they're just, um, it'd probably do a similar lap time to what this would. <laughs> <laughs> Unreal. Crazy. Very well, good. we need to move on to our next guest. So okay, thank cool. you very much for your time, Captain, Rusty. thank you so You're much. Welcome. Okay. Pleasure good to have you on. Thank you so much for Thanks, being here. Okay. Beautiful. Done. All right, well, thank you. Sure, next one. I'm going to beat you off as well. Okay, Go cool. chat to some clients. We're get some new people on. And we're going to bring in our next two guests, which is John and thank Hugh. Thank you, guys. So come have a seat, gentlemen. Grab yourselves a microphone. These two fine gentlemen are members of the Porsche Club Victoria um, and uh, they have been hand-picked by the boss himself um, to have a bit of a chat about some of the amazing cars that they own. Um, so gentlemen, please take your time one at a time, introduce yourselves um, and then we'll get, get on to the cars that you own. Uh, good morning. Um, okay, now where to start? Um, <laughs> Uh, well, Hugh and I have both been members of the Porsche Club for a long time and uh, we've known each other for how long, Hugh? I think I first got my first Porsche, I think it was 2004, and I pretty much joined the club at that point. Um, and I remember meeting you very, very early on. John had a... Oh, sorry, I'm going to steal your... Yeah, no, no, uh, John had a, a, a gorgeous little polar red 1965 911, which, was just, which you'd just... Anyone who knows John knows his cars are just all perfect and that the way that you meticulously restored that car was just a you know it's just an absolute credit so um so that that's sort of i think with a lot of these you end up sort of meeting people through their cars to some extent 100%. you know like the, the car kind of draws you in and then yeah. you sort of go well, who, who, who owns this car you know and that was sort of my initial you know initial meeting with john i mean we've you know been long members of the, the club and sharing car stories ever since really we have yeah, yeah very much so so yes that was that was my first uh first porsche and uh it was quite um 
a long restoration, a couple of years, and uh, and I didn't actually join the club until the car was restored. I thought I didn't want to come along and become a member without actually having the car ready to go. Yep. So it took a couple of years to get to that point and then joined the club and, and realised that my dream of owning a Porsche, um, and I thought it was all about the car, actually it turned very much to the people. Yep. And people like Hugh and everybody else that had cars, as Hugh alluded to, you, you, you meet... You see the car, you meet the people, and you become great friends, and, and it's just the most wonderful experience being part of this um, Porsche family. We're all on the same drug, really. You know, the turnout yeah. today, yeah. 300 yeah. people, yeah. just insane. It is, it is. It's all the same, really yeah, it's all, we're all chasing the same sort of thing. Exactly. We're all still equally excited to see each other's cars, and I uh -huh. think that that's what's so lovely about it. You know, it, it, even when you've got celebs and all sorts of other people that, you know, you see them at car meets, but it's like a total level... You know, Jerry Seinfeld could walk in here and you'd still be, you know, picking away at yeah. everyone's cars and still uh -huh. be equally interested in talking to everyone's cars about it. So it's a, it's a really, really lovely sort of, you know, kind of common sort of, I guess, passion that we all really share, yeah. which is great. Yeah, it is. Awesome. It is. Awesome. Yeah. So, so back to the cars. I've had 11 Porsches now. I've still got seven of those 11. Um, so just to run you through briefly, um, I'll go from oldest to newest. That's the way that I <laughs> most remember it. Yeah. Um, starting with a, a 1955 Pre-A 356. Um, I've had that car for about four and a half years. I haven't driven that yet because it's work in progress. So that's the, at the moment, a bit of a restoration uh, in progress. But uh, I have a second 356, which is a 1963, and that one has been fully restored. And um, so I'm using that in a limited fashion because I tend to probably use the more modern cars a bit more than, than the really old ones these yep. days. But I tell you what, I drove a three, 356 the other day and I was blown away how good mm. that car was. Mm. Oh, Absolutely. I mean, it might, might have not have helped that I'd stepped out of a Lotus Europa, so kind of bottom to the top there. Well, but I was just about to say, it, 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 if you're driving other marks from the same era... Blown it, away. It, 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 yeah. it, you know, my it's wife's, no comparison. My wife yeah. had an old MG, yeah. you know, and I've got a 912 that I've come here today, similar era, but... It seems like decades apart in yeah, terms yeah, of the yeah, actual yeah. driving yeah, experience. Yeah. Yeah. I would have said, the way it felt, I would have said it was made in 1980, not 1960. Like, yeah. it was just unreal. Anyway, continue. Yeah. So we've got two. Yeah. So that's two down. So with the, the 911s, the oldest one now is a 71, which is a, um, a 911S. Um, so that's a 2.2 litre MFI motor. Lovely little car in Conda Green. Um, then the one that I've brought today, the 74 MFI Ducktail Carrera. Awesome. Again, beautiful car. Um, that's got the, the 91183 uh, motor from the RS. Oh. So uh, it's just an incredible drive, that car, and that's probably my favourite of the older cars to drive. Um, so from that one, I then go to the uh, the... 84 930 turbo uh, again a, a fantastic car but very different uh, with the turbo lag but beautiful different looks to all of the other cars and that's yeah. that's probably what I've tried to do with my collection is have cars from different eras different driving experiences but the thing about the Porsche right across the whole range the aesthetic on them just the lines are just so beautiful whatever era car you're looking at from very old right through to modern they're just just incredible 
So uh, after the after the '84, there's the '97 Boxster. Again, a lovely little car, great fun. Just, a, just a, not a box rest, just base, a Boxster. Base, no '97. So the manual base model, or manual, of course. Awesome. Yeah. I was going to say Tiptronic. No, <laughs> yeah, no, again, no, time capsule. Do that. Yeah, it's a, it's a total yeah. time capsule car. It's a full yeah. Survivor. Just wow, yeah. it's it's Immaculate. a great car. So much fun. Um, so yeah, that's that's another good one. Um, let's see. After that, well. <laughs> John's got a yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's '97. Then oh, the '997 I had and sold that. Um, that so was that was a Carrera S, didn't you? Carrera yeah. S, yeah, 3.8 liter. That was unbelievable. So mm. I regret probably having sold that car. I should have kept it. I think the '997 is my favourite generation. Yeah, look, yeah. it was a really good driving car. Um, but I, I sold that after buying um, a 2016 GT3 RS, which again another incredible. Uh, car. Um, I tend to like the colours with the cars too, so that one's the ultraviolet, which awesome. obviously gets a lot of attention, and um, very polarising colour. Most people love it, but there are some definitely some haters out there. <laughs> it's a cool colour. It's a really but cool colour. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. It's great. So that, yeah, that I think rounds up uh, my collection. A bit of so, a hard act to follow. It is a hard uh, act to follow. Yeah, you know, Rusty with like four nine three fives. John with you know eleven, and th- that's not what's obviously that's what John you currently have. We haven't uh, we haven't even gone through the backstory of what's yeah no no gone, um, but that's what you have. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, that, again, being all mates, you sort of have a bit of a you know the, the story of revolving yeah. revolving cars is all sort of part of the. You know, it's kind of, I don't know, it's what keeps us all kind of going, I guess, is the thrill of the chase. But I think, um, yeah, so my, I, I, I don't have 11 at the moment in the garage, um, but uh, I've, uh, I've got, uh, I came today in a, in a 65 912, which is a little uh, light ivory, um, three dial painted dash, very early sort of 912, which was a car that had been known to me for a very long time. And Went through a few owners before I finally managed to, to get it, but I've had the car ever since, and it's one of those cars. It's there's a lot of me in that car. Awesome. I think it's very reflective of kind of I don't know what I like in cars. It's a very simple, basic early car, but um, but I absolutely adore it. I never actually really wanted a not I never aspired to have a 912, but I was drawn. I was talking to someone earlier today and saying that you know, I think the cars sort of find you more. So, like I don't really go out looking for cars, but certain cars sort of find you when you sort of get drawn into them and. Yep. Ended up having to, you know, getting into this 912, and I just adore it and yeah, love it. Mm. It's the best car. You drive it, is, it flat it is out for everywhere. You. Yeah, it, yeah, it, drive it flat out everywhere and awesome. don't feel like you're even at risk of even hit the hint of getting in trouble. And it's just, it's, it's so enjoyable. So it's out there. It's got bikes on the roof, and it's, it's, it's a very well used car. Um, the I've also got a, a, a 77 three liter, which was the first 911 I purchased, which is when I join the club which has gone through several iterations um, and I think as my uh, ownership and I guess use of the cars has sort of grown I think it lent it lent itself to sort of me probably going and doing some more competition stuff with yep. the club and then that's that car has sort of been what has sort of evolved through my interest of comp- competitive sort of you know started off doing a bit of sprinting and then I've gotten into some hill climbing and now that car's sort of just sort of undergone another refresh which is sort of more or less set it up as pretty much dedicated tarmac rally and hill climb car ah. now but um but i adore it again i'll probably be buried in that car it's i've done a lot of living in that car so it's been like i've had it for what nearly 20 years and um just 
yeah, drive it everywhere, compete in it, drive it home. It's just that's awesome. It's just the best. You yeah. know, and I think that's the thing with Porsches is again, if you, you only have one car to do it all, they kind of do do it. They do it, yeah, 100%. Um, but the only other car I've got in the garage at the moment is, which I've recently acquired, which is a 69 911E, um, which is uh, Alex Webster's old Group S historic race car. Oh. Because following on from what I just said, my journey with my experience now is sort of, I'm, I'm starting to kind of, uh, the next frontier I think for me is to do some door-to-door racing. Yep. And, um, and that's sort of, I know a few of the guys that do Group S and, you know, as a I guess it's all. Yeah, there is no gentleman, greater thrill. Gentlemen races, you know, yeah, and I think yeah. that that's sort of, it's, it's a good good sort of space to be in. So I think that that's, so I've purchased that car with the view of getting into some group S with those guys and doing awesome. some door-to-door. So it's a little Irish green, um, two litre. Um, so it's, you know, it's very modest, um, but it's got all the right touch points and sensory sort of things. But I'm, I'm definitely much more of an early yeah, 11 sort of like tragic. It, yeah. Um, I have had, have had a couple of 996 GT3s and I adore them and I'm a big 996 tragic as well but um, but but at the moment it's just early cars in the garage okay yeah Do- the door-to-door racing is going to be excellent I'm excited but you know it, 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 I think doing hill climbing I mean even sprinting you're still circulating with people but it's not you know it's you're not, not the same it's not for track position right no. you know you're actually trying to give yourself some air whereas door-to-door but that's why I sort of hope that you know when you're out there with those other guys everyone's in you know everyone's in their pride and joy so I'm yeah. hoping that it's all it's all pretty good, but I'll I'll happily be in the two liter and probably be at the back and jostling with the yep. the midgets and yep. the and 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 the and then and, and I'm I'm quite happy in that. You know, everyone else is sort of Alex has now moved into a two point seven, which he's obviously up the front with the Mustangs and things, but he can I'll I'll just you know yep. chill out yep. the back. But no. um but no, it, it should be fun, man. I think that again, it's just it's about having these cars and they all sort of have their. I think that's a thing like even john's yeah. got 11 and people go oh, i'll just have all these cars and they all just do the same thing but they they're all they actually don't they're, they're all, all very different very yeah. different yeah. there's a certain day and a certain event or there's a certain sort of reason to sort of be kind of going that car i mean you can use them all to a certain extent but some as you get to know the brand i think there's some cars that just do certain things a little bit better than others yeah and that kind of sort of lets you to sort of draw you in and then as you get kind of more interact more of an interact you kind of then end up kind of getting more kind of fastidious about the specific kind of car and the year and the sort of yep. gap that that's going to fill. Um, but um, but yeah, as long as they're getting used, I'm sort of yeah. generally pretty yeah. happy. For, for the racing, the one thing I can recommend is back when I was working at Lawbeck, we had, looked like a really early RSR replica race car yeah. come in and it had this rear view mirror that was the length of the windscreen. Yep. Um, cut into sections and it was like I had a full 180 degree view behind me why every single car on the road doesn't have that yep. I don't know because the vision was amazing and when you're racing it's one thing I don't have in my race car is rearward vision and it's terrifying yep. not knowing where they are if they're diving down behind you it's shocking so rear well, vision the lovely thing with buying this car that had been well campaigned by Alex is that it's got it's got all those it's awesome. got all those bits it's got this massive mirror and internal lights for engine bays and working in you know service which might be in the middle of a paddock and yeah. no light and all these sort of little all those sort of scenarios that <laughs> Alex has already sort of been there and done that and I think that's the benefit of being able to kind of you know get cars that have kind of already had a bit of a bit of a history with that sort of stuff um so but no I, I'm I'm yeah slowly learning but that's that's all kind of part of the fun really um and then the there's journey. obviously social days that we you know we do social drives and I still like going in the old 911, the social drives, but, you know, 
there'll be a new GT product probably come in my garage at some point, but I'm, I've got a bit more work to do before I can do that, though. <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> uh, so, quickly, three-minute story each. The Either the best moment you've had in a car, the scariest moment you've had in a car, the most hilarious moment you've had in a car, off the top of your head. <laughs> oh, I've got many. I've You've got, got many. I've got brilliant. Many. I've got many, many of scaring co-drivers and um, yelling at me and abusing me. But probably the best, probably one of the most memorable times I've had in my car is in in my, in my '77. And I, um, in 2019, which was sort of before the world ended, um, I drove it up to Bathurst and ran for the Australian Hill Climb Championships. So I ran it all weekend at the Australian Hill Climb Championships, and then I'm a from Tamworth, New South Wales. I'm a country boy, so I then drove it to Tamworth, visited my dad, and then drove it home. Um, and it just like to be able to do a trip like that. And then the next weekend, we had the Australian Super Sprint Championships out of Phillip Island, so then I drove it down there. Like, so it just, it's done some hard work, but again, to be able to do it in a car like that. And what other car from 1977 yeah. would be reliable yeah. enough to do that? Yeah. Rolling in at the scrutineering and the front of it was just covered in bugs because I drove it up yeah. obviously the night before. <laughs> There's all the Victorians looking at me going, did you just drive this? And I'm like, well, of course. Of course. Like, yeah. why wouldn't you? You know, yeah. it's just, um, so, you know, really memorable being able to do those sorts of events in a car like that and have it, you know, just just be such a sucker for punishment and be completely reliable. And I'm the weakest link in that scenario. Yep. And um, and to have an old car that's so robust and so well catered for doing those sorts of events, I think is just is lovely. And it's kind of nice having that sort of time in the car as well. Even awesome. if it is on the Hume, you know, it's still it's still enjoyable. It's still you know? bonding time. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. What about you? Well, for me, one of the one of the things that I've really um, enjoyed is with ownership of the cars when people actually contact me and say, "Look, you know, I'm thinking about buying this car, or I really like that. Is there any chance you could give me a ride in it?" And I'm always happy to do that. But the one that stands out for me was a friend of mine from South Australia who I've done a few Tasmanian weekend uh, weekends with with him, and he said, "Oh." My son's absolutely, you know, enamoured by these 930s. You know, we're coming across to Victoria. Is there any chance you could, um, you know, take him for a drive? And I said, yeah, of course. So uh, when they came over and uh, initially I took his son for a drive and he was just beaming, you know, and taking photos and everything else. But we got to the destination. I said, let's have a coffee here. And uh, my wife came with one of the other cars as well. And and I handed him the keys and I said, now, so that you can have the full experience, you drive the 930 home Boom. with your son. <laughs> and uh, so, you know, like, obviously his eyes lit up yeah. as well. And, uh, and I followed behind in, uh, in, I think it was the Boxster that day. But uh, we got back to Geelong and he'd driven it so cautiously and so, uh, you know, <laughs> that, that I said, okay. Um, I said to his son, you hop out. Um, I've got to show your dad how this car should be driven. Yeah. And, uh, and so we went out for an extra 15 or 20 minutes. And uh, that for me, just letting other people experience these cars, um, particularly when, you know, they're older cars that aren't all that accessible to a lot of people. Yeah. But yep. having, having young people as well just aspire to own them, to learn about them, you know. And this, this kid knew all the stats about the car. Yeah. He had the model in his bedroom. And then I got this wonderful letter a couple of weeks later thanking me for the opportunity. And there, there are just so many people in that sort of boat that if you can help give them that sort of experience and that sort of, it starts their Porsche journey. 100%. It's the taproot. 
Yeah. That's a taproot. Yep. I, I always yeah. see that as a responsibility of us. Totally. To keep that yep. flame yep. going, yep. 100%. Yeah. Because it's a delicate flame at the moment, you know? Yeah. Like it's, it's oh, like yeah. The, the next generation of people that are going to, like, so whenever there's, it's always nice when you sort of see a kid that's sort of interested in the car, she's like, oh, mate, do you want to have a sit? And then their parents are like, oh, you sure? And you're like, of course. <laughs> like, bring it on, you know, because that's the thing. You just, you, you really, you know, again, it, you, you, you're hoping that there's another generation of kids that are going to get as excited as we do, even yep. as adults uh, yep. in relation to cars. Totally. For sure. Totally. Mm. All right. Well, on that fantastic note, thank you very much, gentlemen. Thank you, Nick. It's been thank a pleasure. You. Awesome. We'll move on to our next guest. Cheers. Thank you very, very much. Um, so coming on now, we have Mark, who is the president of the Porsche Club Victoria. Um, very honoured to have him come on with us. He's going to tell us a little bit about the club and uh, talk a bit about today. So welcome, mate. I'll slide over on this. Thank couch. you very much. Great to be here. Oh, here we go. Getting all comfy. This spot's nice and warm. <laughs> <laughs> um, so tell us a bit, <coughs> a bit about, for those who don't know, a bit about Porsche Club Victoria. Yeah, certainly. So we're one of the uh, Porsche approved clubs by Porsche AG. Um, the club's been going in 18 months. We'll be celebrating our 50th anniversary. Amazing. Um, we're Victorian. Uh, we have a, more than 2,000 members. 2,000 members. We run uh, about 12 competition events a year. We run a total of about 60 events. So we're one of the most active car clubs in the country. Of those competition events, are they... Um Sprints and regulation, or do you actually do door-to-door competition events as well? So there's one regularity, probably nine sprints. We do a hill climb and a motocana. Okay, awesome. Yeah. So no, no, uh, it's uh, our members tend to run in state series if they want to yep. go onto the racing. Yeah. Um, but all of ours are sprint events. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So mostly road cars then. Um, so we know we run um, different classes. Okay. And our basically we have a cup car class. So um, we have members who've uh, bought retired cup car- yeah, cars yeah, yeah, um, yeah. and they bring them out. We, at Phillip Island, we might have 12. Um, we might might have six, we might have four, um, just depending on the, the event. But yeah, no, so quite a few of our cars come in trailers or, uh, or on trucks. Okay. Um, but yeah, but we cater for everything. So, yeah. um, you know, our classic class is all about road cars. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, 2,000 members, that's a lot of people. It is, yeah, a lot of... A lot of uh, Really enthusiastic, passionate Porsche Club people. Awesome, yeah. awesome. Well, the, the boy you you were sitting there listening to it. The the guys before talked a lot about how the Porsche ownership experience is as much about the people in the community as it is about the car, and I just love that. Have you found that to be the same? Yeah, absolutely. And and so we have a very active social side, and you know some of our people who will drive their cars out into the country for a lunch will never come onto a track. Yeah, um, yeah, but yeah. that's it. The, cater, the club caters for all types of enthusiasm, yep. um, in different ways, and it's very much about you know people getting together, as they've done here this morning at Young Timers Garage. You know, getting together, looking at cars, talking about cars, talking about their experience. It's very much based around enthusiasm for the brand. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Not fantastic. Well, I think this morning's been great. The turnout was pretty phenomenal. We've absolutely filled the car park. I'll put some drone shots up later. It just looks yeah, unreal from the sky. It, it's absolutely fabulous. And this is quite a different event for us to do a... a, a we, we generally do a club night yep. um, four times a year to come here and do a morning. Um, big thanks to Young Timers Garage and, and Sean and crew for what for hosting us and really opening up, you know, your, your, uh, your home almost. Um, very, very generous. And uh, I think our members have really appreciated the morning. 
Awesome. Awesome. No, well, we, we've loved having you here. Um, it's been absolutely fantastic. Is there, uh, is there anything else we want to kind of cover off? No, just anyone out there who has a Porsche, I guess, um, consider joining the club. It's, Beautiful. If, if you're an enthusiast, you, you found your people. Da- Hunt, you said it best. <laughs> yep. Couldn't have said it better. Now, I did hear before that they mentioned that there was potentially an event or something that you wanted so to So we're at Phillip Island down on the, on the 10th of September. Um, 10th of and September. I think Rusty mentioned that, that uh, his daughter Jessie's coming down to our entree class, which is a, a come and try a learner class. Yep. Um, and that's really a good way to get people out on track for the first time. Yep. Fantastic. Great. All right. Well, thank you very much for coming. Thank you for it's having us. Pleasure having the club here. Um, and yeah, I think that pretty much wraps it up. Perfect. We'll see you all in another episode. Thank you very much for listening.